page Ayin Aleph on the bottom. Rabbi's talking about the about the machla of a person who doesn't who doesn't establish his, firmly his own independent, strong stands, beliefs in life, and as a result of that, he's he's easily swept away by those who would convince him that life in the yeshiva is not something which ultimately will be able to will be able to provide him with a parnasa and that he's <coughs> endangering himself by continuing in his path and so on but the point is not so much what the tiniest of these individuals are and what their methods and the methods that they use to seduce the yeshiva bacher the, the the main point is the Rebbe's concern with the Bokha developing a sense of self a sense of self which is not gaiva, which is not conceit a sense of self which means a certainty about his position in life as a ben Torah, as a ben yeshiva as a yeresh amayim and um, and having the and having the spiritual and emotional wherewithal to stand up and to have that type of an azis ponim, an azis dikdusha, an azis dikdusha <coughs> that is necessary in order to be a Jew. So on page Ayin Aleph on the bottom. So as we learned last week, it's not that, it's not that the Rebbe is discouraging a boy from seeking a pranasa. He's just saying that at the time that it's necessary, at the right time, but not to allow himself to be convinced that while he's still in yeshiva in those days we're talking about when he's 13, 14, 15 years old that if he continues to learn for a few years that he's not going to be able to have a parnasa mm-hmm. and he said that ultimately the desire of those individuals was not simply to was not simply to to, um, to cause him to become part of the uh, the Warsaw workforce but it was more an effort to detach him from a life of Torah mitzvahs so now the Rebbe says, "Olam Chasu Shalom Hayulcha." On the bottom of the page, "Olam Chasu Shalom Hayulcha." Menias Chazakus Kol Kach. If, however, there are menias that are so strong, in other words, there are obviously there were individual boys who, because of their family situations and because of the poverty that was at that time, there were boys that 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 had to go, that had to start at a very early age to go out to work. And, and as a result of the pressure, this 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 uh, was not able to remain in the yeshiva. So im chas v'sholem ne nas the lazav is a yeshiva lotes l'shuk l'mischar malacha barid chabacher. He says, if God forbid you were forced to leave the yeshiva and go out to the marketplace and work while you're still while he's still a bacher. And you see that he writes there, and then now Kagon Bokra on the bottom. That there's a note, Kagon Bokra Shemukuk Lefamim Lefarnis Esorah Vachalosh Rachman Alaston. But sometimes parents are unable to work. The parents can't can't can can no longer care for the family. Something is wrong. So obviously, the Rebbe understands that there's not that that Bokra has to go to work. He certainly does. But then he continues, Gam Oz Altis Yaish Chasu Shalom Liyasi Hudi Belayv Shalom. This is a very common thing. So he says that 
you know, there's a very common thing that that we've spoken about, a, a, you know, a thousand times here is that is that there is this machshava, there's this way of thinking that if you know that if I'm not a, if I'm not able to do what I'm supposed to do, then me I'm not going to do it. So the Rebbe, of course, is worried that when you have this ben yeshiva who might be 14, 15 years old in those days, and he's forced because of the situation to go to to work, that he's going to be misyish, he's going to give up in his whole life as a ben Torah. And the attitude is going to be, well, I'm not, obviously it's not beshared for me to remain in yeshiva. It's not beshared for me to remain, uh, to remain a person that's, that's connected to, to the Torah. So there is this attitude that a person might have to be misyayish milias yehudi belev shalom, to be a Jew with all of his heart. He might give up hope on being a Jew with all of his heart. Because very often, that's, that's a very common thing, that if somebody is not able to be in the place that they want to be, so the next darga, the next step down, means a total abandonment. And that comes from a place of kedusha. It comes from a, it comes from a chuka, a desire and a longing to do what's right. And if you're, not in the, if you're not in a situation where you can do what's right, you feel that it's all profound. You don't feel that you're being loyal or faithful to your vision of life. And as a result of that, well, if, if you lost, you lost. You know, and if you concede, then uh, you know you put up a white flag and you give in. You know what are you going to do? You give up. You lost. And in ruchnius and spirituality, that means that this same individual who a month before, or two months, or six months before might have been sitting twelve, thirteen hours a day over his gemara, and might have been spending a tremendous amount of time and energy in his tefillah. A few months afterwards, you would see the person spechal a different person. You wouldn't even recognize him. He's totally, totally lost. So the Rebbe says. The gam oz as Hashem lokecha chas v'sholem al tazov. Not to have this attitude that if you can't be in the ideal situation, that doesn't mean that you should that you should God forbid abandon Hashem. Dana, you should know. Shenisyonis koshem me'ela shegerushucha mibeisal lokedim and yeshiva undim lufanecha. The Rebbe says, I want to prepare you. He says to the bacher. Now remember, this is something that was going on all the time in those days. So the Rebbe saying, I want I want to prepare you that there are more difficult nisyonis awaiting you. There are more difficult tests that are awaiting you than the one that originally drew, that originally forced you out of the yeshiva, into panos or whatever it was, family problems. There are more difficult nisyonis ahead of you. Chazak va'amayd b'hem, strengthen yourself and stand and be strong and be firm. Kishor atzmuch Hashem and bind yourself to Hashem. Va'azgam hu yeimcha b'chol nyanecha and then Hashem will be with you in all of your inyanim. Lo'yavra lecha yoyim b'lotar. So the Rebbe says that if you have to be, if you have to work, and he's saying this to each and every one of us now, even though Baruch Hashem, in our day and age, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not forced out of, of school, of yeshiva, at such an early age. But he says, if you have to leave, there shouldn't be a day that passes without learning. Every single day, no matter what, to learn. That doesn't mean that because you're not in yeshiva, you can't continue to be a good davener, to daven with all of your heart, from the depths of your heart. should to pour your heart out in, in any way that you're able to. In other words, the Rebbe says that it's, what's important, he says it throughout his svarm, that not only with formal tefillah, not only the davening that's established by Shachos Minchamarv, but one should, as all the tzaddikim said, that one should become accustomed to, to speaking freely to Hashem and to be involved in a conversation with Hashem throughout the day and if this young man who has to be in a place that is 
far from Torah. And remember that he's talking. In, he's talking. At a, uh, he's talking at a time when the street was not like it is now. So you can imagine. I mean, it's hard for us to imagine. So I mentioned last week, like uh, the, the, how the Rebbe would view the situation uh, at this time. <coughs> but the Rebbe says that the, the Iker is to continue to be in that in that dialogue with Hashem, to daven in a way that Slav Davke. That of course, besides the formal tefillahs, but if a person is constantly if a person is constantly attached to Hashem and he's speaking to Hashem throughout the day, different occasions, so that will hold him. Bein bedibur ben bihir alev. Sometimes it's in speech, and ben bihir alev. And there are times that it's that you won't be able to whatever it is you won't be able to actually physically daven. But at the time you should think on Hashem and you should have this thought. Please Hashem, the one who who knows who and who, who the one who knows and sees to the depths. Of the heart. Hashem, you know that I didn't. It's not because I was rebelling against you, God forbid, that I that I left the yeshiva, that I left learning. And that I went out to be Isaac to be involved in, in things of this world. It's not God forbid that I rebelled against you, that I don't love the Torah. And it's not, it's not, it's not amazing, it wasn't intentional, it wasn't my desire to leave the world of truth and to go into the world of Hevel, to go into the world of, of emptiness. That's why I always say that if, if the Amtayfim, right, I always say that people say, now what are we going to do, right, we have to go back to get back to real life. So apparently the, uh, the PSS disagrees with that definition of, um, a definition of uh, the outside world as being real life. He calls this world of yontiv, this world of learning, this world of Shabbos, this world of of, of, of being in a base medrash. That's the Olam ha'emes, and the outside world. That's the real. That's the real world. And what you're in, and, and, and the person who's out there is in the Olam shel hevel. That's the world of hevel of, of nothingness. Yedei ata the bochadavins Hashem you know is kol inuyim asheres anesi b'hem. All of my suffering is called flows Hashem tzasni. Adjen nishba kaychiv nitkeruchiv nanasi lotzes lavakish panos. You know how much I suffered. You know how much I've been through until it came to a point that I no longer had the strength and I had to. I was forced to go out and to seek a panos and to go out to work. Avol Hashem gam ata chasu shalom and neni oizev oschal. That's the ikur. But now to Hashem, I'm not, I'm not Khalil, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not running away from you. I'm not abandoning you. I'm not leaving you. Lois taroscha, Lois avadoscha hakadosha. There should be something that every every graduate, like when you're graduating, you should, you, there should be something you should have to say as they're walking down, you know, to the to that song, to that nigan. They should be saying this. I'm not gamato chasosham and any oizevoscha. Lois taroscha, Lois avadoscha hakadosha. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm continuing to daven to you. I'm going to learn more than I'm, I'm going to learn more than I'm able to. I was talking to somebody. I was talking to somebody a few hours ago. He said, uh, uh, he said, this is somebody who was studying medicine. The Bentayr was studying medicine in Eretz Yisrael. American was studying medicine in Eretz Yisrael. And uh, he, I don't know who this is. He, so he was talking to me that he had a chalisha sadas because you know. He's, he's uh, all together comes out to only like three, four hours a day that he's learning. Three, four hours a day he's learning. This is the first year medical school in a foreign country with a complete, complete program like of studying and tests and papers, exams, unbelievable, and, and lab and everything. And he has chalisa dust and he needed some chizik that he, should, that he should strengthen himself to learn more. No? 
you see, a person, a person, whatever master he's in, it's amazing if you really, really push yourself, if you push yourself, how much, you, how much you're able to learn, how much you could find, how it's possible to find time to be able to learn. And and all and the tachlis of my thoughts are only are only you, Hashem. That's the tachlis of my life is only you. Notice that that a person doesn't forget what the tachlis is. It doesn't become shakur. Doesn't become immersed in that world that the world of hevel that he that world of hevel that he has to go into because he has to make a parasa. <coughs> that's his that's his parasa. What's he going to do? He has to support his family, so he has to go to work. But it's not the tachlis in his life. It's not the tachlis. It's not the purpose of life. Anybody that, anybody that goes to work. And sees that as being the tachlis of his life, has has abandoned has abandoned the truth, has left the truth, has forgotten. The tachlis is only rak b'cha. That's the tachlis is rak b'cha. Kal tachlis machshavoy say rak b'cha. It's only you as the tachlis of my life. On Hashem libi yivcha v'navshi tispalites. The bacha cries out, please Hashem, my heart is filled with fear and my soul is bursting. I'm just a fragile, delicate lamb. I mean, I'm just a kid. Nowadays, nowadays, if you're 25 years old and you you went to graduate school, you may be holding by this. I mean, you know, it's just a kid. They grew up a lot faster. They were growing up a lot faster. So this applies to this applies now uh, in a much later year also. The derech rochak va'ayim lefonai, and there's a great and, and and frightening path that is before me. I'm entering into a world that's filled with those with, with those who hate me and those and, and things that are opposed to me. vicious animals, and and enemies who are, who are waiting to ambush my my body and my soul. But Hashem, if I'm if I'm a, a, a lamb, a sheep that's that's lost, that's fablonged, but Hashem, didn't you describe yourself as the shepherd of the Jewish people? You're the shepherd. This is my entire hope. My only hope, Hashem, is that you're going to treat me like one of your flock, and that's all that strengthens me. Zekol Chalski. The way of a shepherd is that when one of the animals goes wandering off into the forest, and and he meets up with a lion or with a beard, it's frightened the lamb and screams out to all of its soul. The and the shepherd hears, and Yemurachma the and the compassion of the shepherd is awakened, and he rushes to save. To ru- he rushes to save the lamb. As long as, as long as the, the, there's a little bit of life still left in the lamb. So the yeshiva, yeshiva bachi should say, I accept upon myself that in, in this entire derech, in this com- complicated path that I've now, that I've now entered in upon, that, I've, that I'm now in, I call out to you, Hashem, on Hashem Hatzelosi, I beg of you, Hashem, save me. I beg of you, Hashem, save me. You don't think this is realistic to say when you go to, when you go to some office in Manhattan? 
or maybe even on Long Island nowadays. I don't know what's you know. I I don't know what's here or there. But this, this is not Nagaya in New Jersey too. This is not Nagaya. No problem. This Nagaya. This person shouldn't. The only reason the person wouldn't feel that it's necessary to say this is because he's already been eaten by the animal. He's there, they're ready to tore him to pieces. Avkedekaf that he doesn't think there's nice. No, it's not. This is like you know. This is really, really very extreme. We understand, Rebbe, you're a big tzaddik, and we you know we love you and we respect you, but uh, we don't have these kind of issues at work. Like they had these these poor these poor boys. I can't imagine where, where they where they were going. What were they up to, these guys? Like, what kind of jobs did they have? You know, wherever they went, certainly people were not dressed improperly. Peasants were always peasants in terms of how they spoke and how they acted. And uh, you know, there, there was certainly uh, there was certainly a coarseness to life in the in the shuk in the market. There's no question about it. But it's nothing compared to it's nothing compared to today. It's nothing. You can, it's not even. It's a joke. So the Rebbe's this this feel of the yeshiva bracha certainly holds true. Ana Hashem atzelosi, please Hashem shpach save me. Vata tishma min hashemayim v'sochish lachzaini v'tzitzis roishi v'meisrei levavi. And please, Rebbeinu, listen to me from Shemayim and quickly grab hold of me by 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 the locks of my hair. Pull me by my hair and the meisrei levavi and the strings. Like of a violin, like and the strings of my of my heart hold on to me. Latzileni, latzileni Hashem. Explains in the note on the bottom. Claim a kevushim achshavayis roishi v'tzayin libel Hashem teichas behem v'sishmas kol gufi. Hashem meaning, what does it mean to hold on to the hold on to the to the uh, to my hair and, and and grab hold of of the strings of my heart? So he explains. So the Rebbe just ex- explains a little bit on the bottom that that means that since Sof Kol Sof, this this young man, this Bakr in his mind and in his heart wants to remain a Jew, and he and he doesn't, and he's begging Hashem to hold on to him. So Hashem, please take hold of these thoughts and these emotions, and with these thoughts and emotions that I have, protect me, hold on to me. Dvarim halolu yiu lenegdecha samit. The Rebbe says. These these words, these thoughts should be before you always. Also, don't distance yourself from the friends that you had in yeshiva who were able to remain. Don't distance yourself from those who are b'nai Torah and of the Hashem. Even though you're not privileged anymore, you can't stay, you can't remain among them. But but don't distance yourself from them. That they're able to sit and learn day and night. These who are these who are able to breathe into who are able to constantly breathe into themselves to inhale the 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 uh, ruach of Gan Eden of, of paradise, which is the uh, which is the ruach of, of sitting in yeshiva and learning all day, learning day and night. That ruach of Eden, that that spirit, that ruach, that fragrance of Gan Eden, that that comes from between the the wings of the fiery angels. Try to be with them. Spend time with the yeshiva, with the with the bnei Torah. Spend time with the bacher. From time to time, whenever you can. Especially Shabbos and Yantiv. Set aside for yourself a time every single day to learn Torah. Say some kippur tehillim every day. 
Tispal the Kavana, try to try to concentrate when you daven. Be careful, be careful to add on time on Friday to Shabbos and to and to try to stretch Shabbos out a little bit longer. In other words, that's going to hold the, that's going to hold you because that's that's that time that you have, like being in the in the boat of Noah, right? Like being in the Tevis Noah. Shabbos is the Tevis Noah. It says in Svarim. Shabbos is the Tevis. Noah is Shabbos. Noah means Shabbos. Noah means Menucha. Means Shabbos. It means. It means that you're in a world that's mamish, there's a storm, there's an unbelievable storm, and you have Shabbos, Shabbos is the one day that, that, that you have, that, that, it's, that you have Menucha, that you're in Noach, that's able to sit in that Teva, that's able to sit in that one place where all of the storms that are going on outside don't, don't reach you, don't hurt you, don't affect you, and the time that you spend in the Teva is illuminated by that, by the, that Evan Teva, by that precious gem of what Shabbos means that's in the window, right, and, and so on. That's what Shabbos is, and therefore the Rebbe says that that if you if you're a person that you have to be out there at work, and this is talking to every single person who's working, obviously, that that Shabbos that Shabbos should be longer. He says Shabbos should be longer. You should try to come to. Well, now what does it mean to come to Shabbos earlier? It's going to get very hard, with it, I guess, uh, soon when the clock changes. It's going to become very very hard. But whatever person can do, whatever person can do. To try to to try to to to, to make Shabbos to, to a little bit earlier to try to go to the mikveh. Who are the ones that go to the mikveh? You know the guys that are in yeshiva the, or the people that are not working, so they go to. But the ones who really need the mikveh more than anybody are the, are the fellows that are, that are that are out in the world. So to try to go to the mikveh, wouldn't it be wonderful if you could? If somehow I know it sounds crazy, if somehow you can get off from work a little bit earlier. Now there's Baruch Hashem. There are a lot of the guys that are of Shabbos. That they're able to that they're able to make hours to that they're able to convince the the the, the boss or if they're their own boss then it's much harder to convince if you're your own boss <laughs> but they're able to convince they're able to convince their boss that that uh, it's counterproductive it's, the Shabbos is four o'clock three forty two what am I gonna go back and forth in the train for for hours it's not kedai it'd be more kedai if I could work on my computer at home so a person can get up early and can put in a morning of learning. And can go early to the mikveh, can go early to the mikveh, and can come back. Can you imagine what would it be like? You come back and you're ready, you're ready with tovel in the mikveh, and you should be able to be mavis sedra to look over the parsha to come to shul a little bit. What would it be like to come to shul 15, 20 minutes early? Share shemesh shlemish. I came in the shikas pier to say a little share shemesh. Would be a different life. Would be a different life for you, for your wife, for your children. Would be a different life. And and maybe it's possible. You know, it depends upon where and how and what the conditions are. Obviously, you know, it's pushing it because they're upset probably to begin with. Although this year Chalamai didn't didn't really Chalamai didn't really affect a lot of uh, business because it was everything was Shabbos Sunday. So maybe it's possible for a person to, to and certainly Matzah Shabbos Matzah Shabbos a person that should be able to what is a Matzah Shabbos Matzah Shabbos to be able to have. Now we're coming, it's already Cheshun, it's going to be the long, it's going to be long Matzah Shabbos, it's going to be wonderful. So those people are able to hop a little bit to go learn a little, if they're younger children, and to go learn, and to spend some time. And, what does it mean to Matzah Shabbos? To be able to have a Malava Malka, to be able to have a Malava Malka. You understand that if a person goes after Shabbos to watch all kinds of Narishkeit, to be involved in all kinds of Tumah, that he doesn't have a Cheshig afterwards to light a candle and to sing Zemiras. 
but if a person be able to at least, at least, you know, maybe sometimes you have no choice, what your matzav is, like like the Rebbe is describing the Bachas, so maybe you also have to, God forbid, be in a bad situation, but the color Bachas, that every month of these, of these long months, of these long nights that a person should be able to have, the person should be able to have two two months of that he's able to what that he's able to make a malava malka and to sit down and even to get together with two or three chaverim and to and, and to sing zmiras and to learn a little bit svarim The average American Jew, I'm not talking about the chassidim. The average American Jew. He doesn't even know when he, like I said a few months ago, when he said, Tzav Yeshua Yaakov, Tzav Yitzav Where is that? Where does it say that, Tzav? What, what Pesach is that? That Zemiris Matei Shabbos, Altira Avdi Yaakov, that's part of Altira Avdi Yaakov, the Maitzoyu Manucha. Unbelievable, the Zemiris, the Indian of Malav Malka, what it means to stay attached to Hashem Ezbarach. He ate on, he ate, he makes Shabbos a little bit longer. Malav Malka means even after Havdalah. It doesn't mean only to wait till Havdalah. Everybody's getting nervous, you have to make Havdalah, make Havdalah, that, everything. <clears throat> if a person is able to 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 have some learning and to be able to make them a lot of malak, it's a different week. It's altogether a different week. <clears throat> so this is this is this very much applies. This very much applies to us. And, and remember in those days that there was, even though they, even though they, they had to work very very long hours, but in terms of internal lachets, there was much less internal lachets. They didn't have that much real pressure, heavy duty pressure like we have nowadays. And for a person who has to be at work during the week, and it, then he should try that the entire Shabbos and Yantar should be Kulai Kaidish. Should, com- should, com- should be completely Kaidish, completely holy Shabbos. It's hard for us to believe, like I mentioned some, some weeks ago, it's hard for us to believe. You, know, you should lie, you see some of these Yidin that they're so downtrodden and so poor and they're working and so on. And Friday night, after dinner, they go to the Tish, like I mentioned a few weeks ago, I told you when I first saw that, and they stayed there till 3 o'clock, and avoid and tefillah and mikvin. That the Shabbos is Kula Kurdish. And they didn't have, and they don't have Sunday. They don't have Sunday. In America, a person has Sunday. So Sunday. That's itself an interesting sugi, Sunday. So a person, a person has Sunday. And that's also adding on to Shabbos. Why shouldn't a person be able to on Sunday to be able to have a Shia to be able well, not a Shia to have a Chavrusa. Sunday morning is such a good time to have Chavrusas. And everybody that says that we have to go here, we have to go there, usually, I mean, if there's, there's going to be a carpool and stuff like that. But after that, the, that usually usually the, the wives are not ready to go anywhere until, until 12 o'clock. It's not uh, so partial. Nobody's running any place at, 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 at 9.30 in the morning. When do you go at 9.30 in the morning on Sunday? Plus, yeah, now the, yeah, the breakfast, this is also a thing of the breakfast, that all the tzedak is that, that, that of course they're necessary, but, but if a person is able to, if a person is able to just run in and to run out, and to, it's better that, you know, even if you don't, even if you just go for two minutes, give, give a nice check if you're able to, if Hashem has blessed you to be able to afford it, and you run back, and you go and you sit down with the chavus and you try, you know what it is, from 9.30 till 12 o'clock, just from that time alone you can finish up, you could finish up during the year, not one Masechta, you could finish two Masechtas. Just a Sunday morning Seder. That time that you're draining around. You're draining around doing what? You know, you're checking whether the bulbs are tight. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> you're draining around, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that. You could do this and do that some other time. How, later on Sunday, you use that as part of the time that's family time, you know, later on in the day... But 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 a person has a Sunday morning. Sunday morning is just such a so chaval on the time. It's so chaval that it's that time gets thrown away. It's wasted that time. A person's able to the person's able to use Sunday. It's something that that, that we don't realize that 
that if we have such a matzah, that it's, it's, it's a tremendous bracha to be able to have a, another day off. But we're so used to it. We grew up like that. I remember when I, when I lived, when, 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 the, when we moved to Israel, I never got used to it. When, we, when, we, when I was a kid, my family, when we lived in Israel, I never got used to that. Sunday morning being like a regular day and the regular time of davening and everything. I couldn't, I mean, I lived there for two years. I couldn't get used to it. We have, we have that time. So if a person has such a thing, so... So the Bainishlam, if the Bainishlam made it that 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 in, in Chutzlar it's a Jew is able to have a little bit manucha on Sunday, so so why did he give us the manucha? Stam, stam. But you know, if you're having a barbecue at four in the afternoon, so you have to you have to check the thing before, and you have to you know make sure that everything's working, and you have to you have to saute the steak or something. What are you what are you doing there? A whole day from nine o'clock in the morning, a person that doesn't have two two three hours on a Sunday. Well, the person has two, three hours on a Sunday. Everybody has, unless there's something unusual. Come out, everybody has two, three hours on a Sunday morning. And yet, and yet, the uh, best madrash or yeshivas, <coughs> they're not. I, oh, I was talking to one of the chevra this week. So he was asking me where, where on a Sunday morning. So I said, you know, so why don't you go, go talk to Rabbi Yeager, go to Shayoshev. It's right in the neighborhood. It's not anymore. You don't have to. You don't have to feel like you're, you're going into a, into a dangerous neighborhood anymore. Everybody said, you know, it's not just nice. Now you're going into a beautiful, brand new, state-of-the-art building. You have a beautiful yeshiva, five minutes away. Go. I, I, one of the guys went over yesterday to Rabbi. I said he went over to Rabbi Yeager to have a different shiurim. They're going to try to set up a balabatim. Sit and learn. Sit I'm not talking about here. Go back to yeshiva. That you have in yeshiva. There'll, there'll be guys learning. It's labedik with learning in the cult Torah. Why can't why can't there be there could be a whole shiur of balabatim in in, the, in in yeshiva? And what a good feeling it is to be part of a yeshiva to feel a connection to be in a yeshiva in the morning. It's a good feeling. Possible, from, from it's possible from nine fifteen nine twenty till till a quarter to twelve, and you could still you could still have shalom bias, you could still have shalom bias. It's possible. Chol hashavuot techakalai, and then the Rebbe says when it comes uh, to Shabbos Yontiv, the whole week you have to wait for Shabbos. And he doesn't mean just, but of course it also means the menucha and, and, and being with the family of 100%. And even the nice, even the good foods, it's 100%. But the Kedusha of Shabbos. Because you know the Baal Shantos Klal is that you are where you want to be. That's basically it. Where your mind, where your thoughts are, that's where you are. So a person, so a person who waits for Shabbos. Those people who are waiting for Shabbos. Yeah? That's the day that you're freed from the from the from the turbulence and the noise of hell of Gehanim. The Nichnas you have that one day that you enter into Gan Eden. Shabbos. Shabbos. That's that that's the Tevis Noach, that's the Ark of Noach. That's that that's that's what it means, Noach. That's <coughs> that's the Menucha of Shabbos. That's the time that a person has in Ganadin every week that the Bainshalom the rest of the world doesn't know them the rest of the world doesn't have such a thing. What a bracha. It's unbelievable what Shabbos is. That's Ganadin. Bakullah Shabbos Tilmud says the Abir Divai Kaidas, the entire Shabbos learn and speak words of holiness. He's talking to Bakram, so he says with the old friends, the old buddies in Yeshiva Kifam befam ta'ayin besifrei musaf chesidus and try to look into musaf swarm chesidus swarm. Vatam bachrim hu sharm. And now he turns to the bachrim who are fortunate to remain in yeshiva. 
that you have the good fortune of, of staying and learning. Al also. Listen how sensitive the Rebbe is. He says to the fellows in yeshiva, do not distance yourself from who? From the, your friend that had to go out to work. That you should go after him, be makar of him. Stay in touch with him. Stay connected to him. Rachmuno al nefeshum Have pity. Have pity on, on, on the pitiful soul. It's not his fault that this bocha had to go, had to leave yeshiva. That was forced to go into the hailstones, under the hailstones of Mitzrayim of Egypt. And the fire that was within the hail, that, that destroys every soul, that Hashem doesn't separate and save. Those of you who are fortunate to to dwell, to, to be to, to, to hide, to be hidden in the shadow of the of the wings of the divine presence that are able to stay in learning. Karvuna Oisa. Draw that, that friend of yours near to you. Hashem. As long as you see of course that he's a God fearing Jew, that he's a that he's a and he longs and he wish and he and he longs for what for that world of the yeshiva. when he was together with you in Ganadin. If you see some sign of what chimus, what does it mean chimus? That it's beginning to get that he's beginning to spoil. The things are going starting to go wrong. You start to see simonim of of chimus. It's starting to get rotten. Something's going wrong. If you see simonim. Speak to him gently. Try to be makar of him. Words that come out from your heart. Don't give up on him right away. Try to talk to him. Try to be makar of him in a gentle way. But if all your entreaties don't work, if it's not working, then then you must distance yourself. So that you shouldn't be caught up in the conflagration and the flames of his own nisham and the fire that's destroying him, then at some point you might have to run away from him. That doesn't mean God forbid to. That doesn't mean to 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 to, to be nasty, Khalila to. But but you might have to separate yourself. Because the truth is, the Rebbe says, after all that we've spoken about, and after all the instructions that I've given, and so on and so forth, uh, somebody who goes out into the work, uh, goes out to the workplace, the Emma says he needs tremendous nisim, he needs miracles, and Rachem and Rab, that he should remain a faithful Jew, a loyal Jew. He says, do you think my words are, are stronger and, and, and have a greater impact than the words that Hashem Baruch says to the Neshama before it comes down into this world. When the Neshama comes into this world, it's leaving the Yeshiva. 
The Nisham is leaving the Yeshiva Shamala. The Nisham is leaving Gan Eden. The Nisham is leaving the Beis Medrash. The Nisham is leaving that secure and clear place where the, where the Nisham is, is constantly in God's presence. And then the Nisham has to come into a crazy world. So the Bani Shalom, the Bani Shalom is mechazik the Nisham. And he says, And the, and, and the Bani Shalom is mezariz. And he's warning the Nisham. And he's giving the Nisham a chizik. And he says, I write. And everybody goes like, you know, before the game, whoa, and they go down to the world. Uh, so it's going all right, you know, six, seven, eight, ten, it's going all right, you know. The Bereshul's Mazar is the Neshama <coughs> when it comes into the goof, into this world. So the Rabbi says, look, I'm doing my best to try to be mechazik the boys when they leave, the Bismarck, leave Gan Eden, when they leave Shemaim, when they leave that place of clarity and they have to go into the, and they have to go into the, into this world. But he says, nevertheless, let's be honest, Morabu hanidachem v'anevadim. How many there are who are nidachim and nevadim who are totally lost? Hashem yishmerenu mehemu mahamayinu Hashem protect us from them. Just to be careful, <clears throat> and it doesn't mean necessarily that a person. Is, certainly nowadays, in those days, very often it meant that the person would just, you know, the person was just uh, totally would go completely away from Yiddishkeit. But nowadays, even nowadays, it's much. You know, could often it, often it's more subtle than that. You know, person. So, person still the same as Shabbos, and you know, he still goes to shul uh, Shabbos, or maybe even a little bit during the week. But, but his whole his whole learning, his whole avoid is is no longer is no longer with depth and with and and with and, and with motivation, with excitement, and so on. And 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 he's become much less sensitive to things of tumah. And each person, uh, each person on his own, has to be honest about the about the matzah. But it's very, very hard if a person doesn't admit. If a person, you see, if a person doesn't admit that things like like the, like these words that we just read from the tzaddik that, that that's nageyet to people like us, that's not nageyet to us, that we don't think that it's nageyet to us. It's only because, like I said before, that we're so desensitized to tumah. That's the scary thing. We're so desensitized to tumah that we bechlal. We bechlal don't don't even recognize it anymore. It doesn't doesn't mean anything to us. Other other like I said last week, if somebody doesn't look at the wrong things, you think of him as a botlan. If somebody puts his eyes down, then then you think like he's you know that he's uh, that, that he's not min yeshuv and he's some he's some weird guy, some strange fanatic. But you're you're such a tzaddik. You're able to you're able to look at everything with your head out tall and it doesn't affect you. So a person is neil chiyid and he's a God-fearing Jew and he's and he's trying to he's trying to do the right thing. So those people are looked at like they're batlanim, and the ones who and the ones who are so confident and they and they're able to you know to go into the office and and uh, sit there and schmooze all day with the secretary and they think that it's not uh, and it's not having any effect upon them. It's not having any effect upon their marriage. So they're just deluding themselves. They're just they're They're just living in a they're living in an unbelievable delusion. They're living in an unbelievable lie. It's better that it's better that, that that people should think. I always say this to Chavra. It's better that they should think that you that you're weird. Everybody's always worried about. Well, you know, I have to be normal. I have to be normal. Else they're going to fire me. I have to be normal. So I have to I have to go to this. I have to be part of the Chavra. I have to schmooze. I have to be part of the Chavra. <coughs> that's only the Baruch knows to what degree that that's true, and to what degree do you really enjoy it. <coughs> the Amis is that. That that a person who's in a place where there are things that are not the way they're supposed to be, or, or you know, it's even in a subtle way. Again, I'm saying only very much, but kids are very much, but kids are that you, that there are people that that there are people you're at, you're at a workplace and there are people that are saying jokes 
that are making comments, that are making cracks, or they're passing something that they saw on the internet, and you think that for your panacea you have to you have to live. You don't have to live for your panacea. You don't have to live. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to show that you're part of that. So they'll they'll think that you they'll think that you're a weird guy. The best thing that you could ever do for yourself is that the people at work think you're weird. It's the best thing, it's the biggest mystery you could ever do. Because then they'll then they'll say, Oh, stay away from that guy. It's a mechai. You sit there, you take out you take out you take out a little a little mission and they'll leave you alone. It's weird, the guy's weird. Like he reads holy books all day. Yeah, it's the best thing. It's real. You tell me you don't have a television. Yeah, that's uh Well that's but people are so so afraid of this Indian of of what what they're going to think of what are you going to think of me what are they going to and that they shouldn't not to be able to say the truth that's why what's the beginning of Shulchan Aruch but the beginning of Shulchan Aruch is that a person if you, and the Shulchan Aruch and Mishnah Brewer have you oz the tour begins with that have you oz that a person should have chutzpah what does it mean azis to have azis to have chutzpah who was it? The tzaddik there was the tzaddik of the of Abchask, the son of Abchaskel Kuzmer. His name was Abdovid Tzvi Neustadter. He was a big tzaddik. So this son of the Kuzmer said he was talking about um, he was talking about Chava in Ganeiden. So you know the Maisa. Uh, so the snake pushes. So Chava adds on a couple extra words. He says that the Baruch told me not to eat from the tree and what, and not to touch it. The Baruch never said that, right? So what happens? So the, so the Nachas pushes her against the tree. She touches the tree. And the snake says, no. No, you see. Nothing happened. So the Tzadik, the, the Tzadik, the Neustadt, said, so why didn't Chavez say then, look, hold on a second, Nachas. i got to tell you the truth. I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> the Bershel never really told me that if I touch it, I'm going to die. He said, if, he said, you know, he said if I'm, tr- I'm in trouble if I eat from it. I, I, uh, I know it was a crazy thing I said that. I shouldn't have said it. But uh, Hashem didn't tell that to me. Think about it. That's all she had to say, and we'd have things a lot different now. How come she didn't say that? The tzaddik asked, "Why didn't she say?" In other words, she made up something that was wrong. She made up a lie on her madrig. I mean, I'm not talking for people. She made up something. She said that Hashem told me not only can I not eat from it, I can't even touch the tree. So a snake pushes her, she touches the tree, and he says, ah, ah, nothing happened to you. What do you mean nothing happened to you? She knew nothing would happen to her because Hashem never told her that anything would happen if she touches the tree. So all she had to do was to have what? All she had to do was to say, listen, Rav Nachash, I lied. I made it up. Themises, the Baruch never told it to me, and you're a manuvel, you're a mushchus, and I'm not playing your game. So the tzaddik said, you know why she didn't say it? Because people are afraid all the time of what someone's going to think of them. Chavel was afraid of what the Nachash HaKadmoni would think of her. That the Nachash shouldn't think that I'm Khalila, that I, that I said something that wasn't straight. Can you imagine? What, a, what, a, what an oymik, what a depth of understanding. In the pshat. In the pshat. I had a guy that came to me from somewhere, not from this guy from someplace that came and told me it was it was right before it was before Yontiv, it was, it was, I think it says Mitshuva. So he was saying to me how there was a certain questionable. He, he was in a certain real estate deal with a. He said something to another to a yid that it wasn't a lie, but it was a, it was somewhat deceptive to like 
uh, in order that it wasn't a li- it wasn't a lie, but it was a little bit. He told me the whole thing, and it was a little bit to get the person to think not to get onto this deal because he wanted this. Deal. You know, it was like one of those things, not to hurt the guy, but it, it was a little bit deceptive. And and he, he was thinking about it before Yontif, and he, you know, he asked me so. He said, what, 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 what should I, you know, what should I do? No, he didn't tell the truth about something that he knew about, some information. So I told him, you know, look, I, I, I don't have these kinds of nisyanis, like that's a very big nisyanis, and, 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 you know, this is a, an important, it's a friend and a customer and a client. But I, I thought that, but I, know, I know this person is a very, very honest person, and I know that he wouldn't be able to go into Yom Kippur. He wouldn't be able to daven. He's that kind of a person. So I told him, I think, you know, you tell him. So I said, Okay. A half hour later, he called me. He says, "I, I you didn't, not, not like we would you know, procrastinate. You know, you'd wait until until Kol Nidre, right? And even then, half hour later, he called me. He said, I told him. I said, what did you tell him? He said, I told him that I wasn't straight with you. I, you know, I said something that wasn't straight, and, I, and I, it wasn't right of me. And I said, and what was the guy's reaction? So the guy's reaction is that he, he, he was disappointed. He said he's disappointed because we know each other for a long time. But he, but he definitely, you know, appreciates it. You know, and he appreciates that I was straight with him. And, and, and he's able to come to you. That Yom Kippur for him is a better Yom Kippur than any Yom Kippur. Because he, because he, was, because he, he, because he was straight. Because he was straight. It's such, it's such, a, it's such a hard thing. So Chava couldn't say, because he was afraid, what would the Nachash... And who's the Nachash self calls off? Who's the Nachash? What are you so worried about what the Nachash thinks of you? Think about when you're at work, if you have a boss at work. What is the difference with what this Nachash thinks of me anyway? Uh, this person at the next desk, you say, there's, there's, there's some, some little girl with a miniskirt sitting there and she wants to schmooze you. And you say, I don't talk, I don't talk to her. I'm sorry, I don't talk, I, I'm not interested in talking. I don't say to be nasty. It's not, you have to have their heads. But you know what I'm saying. You know what? A person can tell when you don't want to talk to her. So you're nervous that what? They're going to say. So people say to me, they're afraid it will be a Chil Hashem. Yeah, this is why they use Chilul Hashem, a, a new novel approach to halacha. <laughs> this is called the Chilul Hashem, and so I'm always I'm always amazed by this 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 idea. This is a definition of Chilul Hashem. No, it's a Kiddush Hashem. You think it's a Chilul Hashem because somebody thinks that he's a he's a religious fanatic and I can't talk to him? That's not that's not Chilul Hashem. As long as everything is with me, I'm saying to be with me in a nice way and with their charitz. It's not that's a Chilul Hashem. It's not a chil Hashem when you keep the halacha. It's not a chil Hashem when you do what's, what the Rebbe Shalom wants. It's a chil Hashem that a person who's, who, who, who they know is an Orthodox Jew is fraternizing with the enemy. That's a chil Hashem. When I may, I don't mean enemy mamish. I mean with the other side, with Sitrach. That's a chil Hashem. Aye, but they all think, what a wonderful thing. I always thought Orthodox, they'll say, you know, I, and they'll put, put an arm around you and say, you know something, I'm so impressed. I always thought Orthodox Jews... I always thought Orthodox Jews, you know, uh, are, are to themselves, and they and they and they don't, you know, they don't talk to people, and they, and they, you, you know, you're so friendly. You're such a nice, you know, I, you're different from the rest of them. And then you feel good. Oh, yeah, I was Makadish Shem Shemai. Look, I made such a kiddush Hashem. That's not. That's a chil Hashem, and a person who's after at 120 is going to have to pay for such a chil Hashem. Other is just the opposite. Vanahapaychu. That the whole world should know that if you're an Orthodox Jew, that you're untouchable. And let the chips fall, as they say, by the going where they fall, where they, where they may. As far as Panasa goes, if you're a hard worker and you're a good worker, no one's going to fire you because, because you don't sit around schmoozing with some secretary. 
This is your Shemaim. This is what it means to be an Elohim. It means to be a Yerei Shemaim. It means to be a Yerei Shemaim, plain, simple Yerei Shemaim. No games that Kiddush, Kiddush Hashem and Chil Hashem using these Lashonis as if the person ever even looked into the Sugi what is a Michil Hashem this is a Chil Hashem but that a person can go over the Yamak and sit in some stupid movie theater watching some filthy movie that's not a Chil Hashem or he'll take off his Yamak and say he shouldn't make a Chil Hashem <laughs> that's not a Chil Hashem what's a Chil Hashem what's, what's Kiddush Shemaim Kiddush Shemaim is that, is, that, is that a Jew is holy that's Kiddush Shem Shemaim. It makes no difference if some, if some small-minded person or some anti-Semite makes fun of you. That's, that, that's what the Tzaddik says was Chavah's failure. That she was worried to say to the Nachash, the Emes. She didn't say the truth to the snake. When the snake, the snake got her with that Sheker. And she couldn't say the truth. No, this is, this is I, what? I'm a, I'm a firm person, I'm a God-fearing Jew, and this is how I live, and I don't live by the same standards that you live. So when a person goes to tell you, I remember the, 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 when, I was, when I first came to this neighborhood, <coughs> when I first came to the neighborhood, there was somebody that, I, I know I, I didn't see him, you know, I, 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 I didn't see him again afterwards. Somebody came to me the, the first week I was here, and I was walking on the street, so I, I didn't know how to get, I got, I got lost. I know it sounds crazy, you know, I was walking for Farakway, and I, don't know, I didn't know this area at all. So I came, I mean, from Peninsula, I'm talking about to go to the, little, to the, to the library, with Peninsula, I met a whole hot cough, it was crazy. So I met, there was a yid that was walking with a yarmulke, and I asked him, you know, uh, I asked him where the, uh, you know, where, where um, Woodmere Academy was. So he, so he said, oh, you're the new guy that got over there. So I said, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to be late for, I'm going to be late for, for, for diving, I wanted to get going. So he starts to tell me a, a, a vulgar joke about like a rabbi and something. He starts to tell me, you know, I don't know what he's, I don't know what he's doing. He starts to tell me this joke. <laughs> so, so he, it took, it took like, you know, it happened like in 10 seconds before he could, he told me this, he told me this stupid joke. And I just looked at him and I said, so I make it right at the court, I make it right over there. Shabbos. And I walked away. I was very sabrochen from the whole the whole encounter. Was, and he was laughing. It was, I was very sabrochen from the whole thing. And I was wondering whether this was a good decision to come to Woodmere. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was I was very I was very sabrochen about it. But, but you know, for a second I thought to myself, you know, maybe maybe I should be nice. Maybe you know, it's uh, maybe it would be a chil Hashem if I don't laugh at that coarse thing that he said. And Baruch Hashem, I am out of my mind. So someone tells you a stupid joke, you live. You're a bigger idiot than the one who's telling a joke. Because the person who's telling a joke has no reason not to tell a joke. Where do they come from? You're a person, you sit, you learn, you sit, you learn Torah, you're raising children, you're sending them to the yeshiva, and, you, and, you let, and people are passing to things on the internet that, that have vulgar jokes on them. <clears throat> things that are disgusting, and, you, and, and, you, and you're laughing? Lacht? What are you laughing about? It's not funny. Because then they're not going to like you. The worst thing you do to somebody is not laugh at their jokes, right? It's the biggest insult. You have to, you have to laugh. Uh, so, so, oh, is that fun? You have to laugh. And if you don't laugh, then, then, then you're stiff. And you don't belong there. You know, they have to send you away. Listen, I'm, you know, I, I, it sounds crazy, the stuff I'm telling you. It's a subtle thing, but it means what, it means what a, that's what it means to be a Yid. It's what it means to be a Jew, and not to be ashamed, not to be embarrassed, not to back off from who, who, what your beliefs are. And other Rabbi, the Rebbe is saying that if you have to be out in the world, then you have to do everything you can. Not to bend to anything that's out there, not to give in. 
not to give in. And and, and that's the only way that that's the only way that you could that you, that you can go through this world. There's no choice. Parak Shemini, the eighth parak. Talmud Vosik. So he's talking to the he's talking to the Talmud who's already learned this who's already learned the Sefer until now. Bechlal, whenever the Rebbe writes, he wants us to go in the Seder of the Sefer. He doesn't like he doesn't you shouldn't start looking here, looking there. There's a Seder, as you can see, everything's a Seder. He was unbelievably Masuda, the Rebbe, unbelievably Masuda. So everything's a Seder. He says Talmud Vosik. I want you to review the Chazer over everything you, everything that we've spoken about till now. And, and write down for yourself and, 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 and think about all the, the details of that 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 of called called Tikun all all the Tikunim that that I've written here in the Sefer that you can that you can actually apply to your own life and begin to work on yourself. Bring my words, bring these these tikkunim into your into your heart. Begin to get the word. And if it doesn't, and if you don't, if you don't see that it's that it's that it has immediately the desired effect, other you you're you're trying to apply some of the things that you've learned in the sefer, and you don't see that, that that after you know you try it once and you don't see that it's having the desired effect, so it doesn't seem to be working. So the rabbi says, Don't 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 become depressed or upset. Don't let your heart fall. Is because the reason that the, the, the reason that you shouldn't get upset is because and this I spoke about this past Shabbos because the Rebbe says that when it comes to things happening quickly there's only there's only one thing that happens very very quickly and that's he says falling into in, into Gehenim in other words doing something wrong that happens very quickly that that uh, you don't have to work hard on an avera it's an amazing thing no and an avera you never have to work hard you think about it. You can do it, and the whole thing is right away. You don't have to think much about Nevei. But when it comes to any Avoida, he says, Aval, uh, however, he says, Aval Rava. But to be good, to be good and to be misakin, to, to repair things, it takes a lot of work. To do something wrong, you don't have to really work. It happens very quickly. But to do something right, it takes a lot of work. Continuous hard work. Like we spoke about last Shabbos, the Chalusham said that for 13 years he was working on that Indian. For 13 years he worked on that Indian. Continuously hard work. That's what it means. Other Abba. He says, Other Abba. If you know that you have within you a certain meda that's nifgemis, there's a certain meda that's that's uh, there's a meda that's nifgemis, something inside of you that needs, you know, whatever is laziness, a gaiver, conceit, whatever we were talking about until now. And you carefully studied, you were learning and thinking about what we've written. And you've begun, you've started working on it. So the Rebbe says, and it seems to you that with one, with one effort, you've already fixed that meter. In other words, you read the Rebbe's chapter on ego, and you no longer have an ego. <laughs> That's it. You read it once, and you say, and you say, you say you know, your wife's upset about how you're acting, how you're talking. You say, honey, don't worry. I read, I read the chapter, on, I read the sixth chapter, and from now on, it's going to be fine. 
the Mioinus. So the Rebbe says, Ah, the Rabbi, you think Karate Kanto is a Dalacha, you should know. Shemirama Ata Atimacha, you're fooling yourself. Harbe Pa'amim, the Harbe Zmanim, Serach Atalavid, but you have to work many times and over and over for a long time. Lasakna Ma'at Ma'at, slowly, slowly, but surely, like Hushim said, to chip away at it, to work on it. Ashatukhala, so you could be victorious. I think a person looks into some cipher and that's it, finished. They looked at a cipher. They even a cipher like this, which is an Eshlahova, which is Mamish of fire, and, and, and you read a cipher and at one time you misgaber, so that one time you misgaber and it's finished. No, rather than that. It means to be misakin and mida. Mida means that there's something inside that's that's spoiled, that's there's something the person would have but even when it comes to physical things, you think to take if a person needs antibiotics, Khalila, so that he takes one pill finish, Gandhig. So I think that all the doctors say that you have to take it ten days straight, whatever it is, until the bottle is finished. So I always thought it was just easy to take the whole bottle. It's hard to remember. It's hard to remember every day. So you, ha- you have to finish the bottle and and Khalila, right? Don't they, don't they say that? And then you ask, well, what, what if I? No, you can't. You have to. Has to be a seder. Has to be continuous. You have to have the right dosage, and it has to be without a break. Shabbos, Shabbos also. Shabbos also. You know, you try to take right before Shabbos comes in. You try to take, but you have to make sure that you have also on there Shabbos and Shabbos. Right when it comes to antibiotics, or when it comes to Avodas Hashem. Lav Davka. Doesn't You don't have to finish the bottle, Kaidan. And it doesn't have to be 10 days straight. It doesn't have to be 10 days straight. And the dosage, you can play around with it a little bit. And I'm even oven. It means continuous hard work. You should know Bechlal. I don't want you to think that, that because you're reading Chavis and you're learning a Sefer and you're using some of my Aces that that's enough to make yourself into a Tzadik because you read some of these Aces that's not it all I've been doing till now what I'm trying to talk to you about is it's a, it's a way of cleaning the room to do a little bit of a cleaning from some of the dust and some of the mice, the rats that are hanging around over there inside of you. That's all. So far, I'm trying to clean out things a little bit that you can that you can start to think straight again. That's all. That doesn't mean that the room is already prepared. Are you ready to invite the king into this room? Okay, so you, so you got rid of the rats that were in the room, and you cleaned out some of the grime and the filth. Mor Hashem. But this room is not ready yet to welcome the king. It has to be shined and polished and mamish, whitened. You have to decorate the room and make it beautiful. You have to, the flowers, to bring in some beautiful kalim into the room. According to the greatness of the king, the rucho and the spirit of the king. Anybody that has within him one of these midas that we've discussed until now, these negative midas, somebody who's lazy, somebody who's lethargic, somebody that's always giving in to what the world thinks and is worried what everybody thinks of him. He's been so damaged. He doesn't even know how to come to the edge, to the beginning of the Avaidah that we're talking about. Therefore, the Rebbe says, 
Therefore, until now, all I've been talking about is I'm talking about trying to clean out some of the of this poison, some of this filth, some of this filth. In other words, I'm not talking about what it means about, to be about madrag. I'm just talking about to, that you should be able to hear, to listen to what it means to be an Ayyad Hashem, to what it means to start an Avayda. But but that doesn't mean that 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 that, that you're ready to welcome the king. That you're ready about avoid that means we're, we're talking about trying to get you to the point where there's where there's, where there's enough clean air in, in 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 the room that you should be able to have a half a minute to welcome the king. But to think that because you read some of the ages and you're working a little bit that therefore what you're ready uh, you're ready uh, a full fledged uh, member of, uh, uh, of of Knesset Israel who's close to Hashem. He says you have to for that. There's much work that lies ahead to beautify yourself, to make the room beautiful, and to have flowers and beautiful kalim. Then we're talking about Aliyah, which we're going to talk about more now. Aliyah is carvus moving forward, forward in your avodas Hashem and getting closer to Hashem. Even after you've cleaned out the schi yomias and the skarim lael, the schi, the 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 dirt and the filth that's been that's been inside of you until now, that's wait to wait now to begin at this point to be able to hear what it means to be an ayvad Hashem, to be able to to be able to 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 do things now to begin the journey towards being an Evan Hashem, to be worthy of being an Evan Hashem. That's why I've 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 often uh, mentioned but it's brought down in it's brought down in, in, in Poskim and in Swarm that that in the morning we we, we make a bracha Shloyasani Goy. So the Swarm is you should see how other Swarm is. How can we don't make a bracha Shasani Yehudi, Shasani Yisrael make a bracha bracha the Shonka Machlam? I want to thank you Hashem for making me into a yid. That's a much nicer bracha what do you say Shloyasani Goy? Shasani Yehudi, Shasani Yisrael, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, made me into a Jew. So the so the Sadiqim say, the Baruch Hashem made you that you're not a guy. That's Agnes. But that you should be a Yid. And what, what it means to be a Yid. The father was Jewish. But to be a Yid. In other words, you were created with a head start. That you, don't, that you were created with a room that's clean. In that respect. But... But to make yourself into a yid that has a room that's that's beautiful with right good kalim and that's a real yid, he says that that's not that's not something that was given to you. you that's not something that's given, that you have to do your entire life. That's not you can say shalosani goy, but but a yid shasani yisrael the Bereshit made you into a yid. No, so they can say you have to make yourself into a yid. The Bereshit doesn't do that for you. That's only hard work. Long, long, hard work, years and years, to make yourself into a year to be worthy of being a real, real, full-fledged member of Knesset Yisrael. That's not something that just... Uh, it's not something that... Uh, that, that uh, you know, like everybody nowadays is used to, you know, you want to, you want to go to get, to, to get something from the store. If you're in the store for more than 30 seconds, you're already going to sue them. If you want to get something to eat, so everything's fast food. So you think the Yiddishkeit is like this. Everybody wants the Yiddishkeit should be this way. And if it takes time, it's no good. It's not Kishmak. And everybody thinks that the whole, that, that, that to become a Balmadrega, it's, it's overnight. It's not true. It's long and hard work of just that, that, uh, that a person has to make himself into Yid. It's your entire life's work. It's not, and there are good days, there are bad days, and you try again. 
but everybody wants that it should everybody wants that it should be something which is which is which is fast and which is easy because that's bakhlal how life is in America everything should be just quickly and should be smoothly and there shouldn't be any 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 problems it should go it should go right and then it, and, and then it says that things that are important in life don't go that way not marriage not raising children not being a yid it doesn't go that way doesn't go the way Narishkat, like you already said, the virus happened very quickly. Narishkat happens very quickly, but things that's uh, something that's very uh, something that's really closer than something that that that, that has kedusha. So it's it's always going to be like that. It's always going to be like that with hard work and hard work and many many years. So the Baruch should should be mechazikas. And like the Rebbe, like the Rebbe said at the Baruch Shadav, and Hashem is take hold of my hair and take hold of my heart, my mind and my heart. That if I have good thoughts and good feelings, that I want to be a year, that Hashem should hold on to these thoughts and these feelings and to, and to protect me and to keep me, that I should be as Hashem, that I should be an Elohim, that I should be worthy to greet Mashiach. Amen.